a big week lined up for us. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Hmm? You got a lot of calls coming in? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Debbie just put the call out tonight. Because you're plugged into. What? Is that your is that your voodoo is that your voodoo balls there? No, I think it's from Debbie. Yeah. All right. We don't need these on the table, do we? No, we don't. No, we don't. They might be distracting me there. Or what? Well, usually people bring something to put on the shelves. You didn't ask me to. This I'm a rookie, man. I don't know nothing about this. Okay. The liquid show up on my on the camera there. Live from New York. got it check any mic check any mic so is this, is this gonna be a, how long is this gonna be 30 minutes or something how long we want it be well i mean it, how long we have a conversation okay for. okay check 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 yeah i'm getting more i'm getting more that's good yeah okay yeah we're there it's perfect perfect uh, try it to stay. You can move wherever you want. Yeah, I'm good. It's just as long as the mic, like if you just lean back, then you can bring it towards you. Okay. But the better, the closer. The closer better. the better. Yeah. More quality. Uh, yeah, that's fine. It started. I hear that. There's a video. There's a, there's called ASMR. Where they do just little, they take really good microphones like this, and yeah. then they, um, they make noises like with leather or something. And um, anyway, <laughs> nice setup here you got. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So this is Gene. Gene is my boss, my current boss. Now I've had a boss on here before. Who's that? His name was Nick. Okay. Nick was my copier salesman boss. Oh, okay. I sold copiers before working for Creighton and then before working for you. Okay. So um, this was about a year before I met you. I sold copiers. How'd that, how'd that go? It sucked. Did it? Well, 
I don't know. It's not the sexiest product. And that's what they would often tell us is that it's not the sexiest product, but it's something that everybody uses. Mm. Or at least if you are a lawyer or whatever. But we're not here to talk about me. Right. We're here to talk about you, That's That's totally fine. Good. I'm glad you're down. Good. When did you, when did, when, what was the day that you were born? I was born 1964, December 2nd. 1964, December 2nd. Yeah. I think we brought this up with each other once, that we're both December babies. I didn't know that. Yep. The 30th. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Huh. December 30th. Okay. 1991. All right. We're coming up. Yeah, it is. So 64, that means that you're I'd be 50, older than me. I'd be 56. 56? Yeah. So that Long means time. whenever I was, when you were 28, what were you doing? Uh, <laughs> I was working, I was working in the, in the cabinet shop that I had for, I think I started when I was 25 in the cabinet shop by myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've been self-employed for almost 30 years. I've been self kind of self-employed. This is employed. Do you self. like it? Well, I mean, it's a pretty rough life. What do you mean? Well, you know, I don't, I don't make a lot of money doing this. <laughs> well, you, 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 you won't, don't you won't. Yeah. You won't. Is that the same for you? It is the same for me. You had like one person that you did cabinets for and you were like, sweet. Yeah. For the whole year. Yeah, or? You, no, you just got to love what you do. Yeah. And that's where you get your, that's where you get your benefits. Okay. Yeah. So you started when you were 25. Started when I was, started when, um, my parents were in, they was in real estate. I actually started making or building cabinets when I was in uh, junior in high school. I had a guy that um, <laughs> taught me taught me how to make them. And, I, of course, I started out making just the upper cabinets. And then I started making the base cabinets. And pretty soon I got to go on and I bought my tools as I went. And um, so, actually, I've been starting. I, I was doing it when I was a uh, junior in high school. So it's been, I've been doing it for a while, but by myself for about 30 years. And I remember one time whenever I told you or I asked you if you were a carpenter mm-hmm. and you were a little bit offended. I am. Yes. Yeah. So there is a, there is a craft to what I do. I feel like, um, it's very tedious work. Uh, you have to have a lot of patience. Um, but the rewards that you get when you be patient and be consistent and take your time doing what you're doing and you love, then the product shows, shows it at the end of the day. And so just say you have a job that you worked on for two, three weeks. By the end of the month, you go put it in. Everything looks good. The customer's happy. That's when you get your reward. So how long does it take like, for one customer? One client. Well, it depends on and the size. Do you call size. it a customer or do you call it a client or do you call I it call like it, a I call it a customer. I don't call them a client. They're just a customer and they're friends of mine after the fact. Okay. So I build I build relationships as I go with the with the customer. Um and um a lot of time they refer me to different people because I treat them to how I want to be treated, you know. Uh that's my philosophy in life. Um if when you treat people the way you want to be treated, that goes a long ways. And I think that's really a, a core value that maybe sometimes we're missing. Um, I think people are so busy of being busy. They forget the fact that the core value is 
you got to be personable and you got to treat people the way you want to be treated. And that's how I, that's how I made it through. And I think, I think I can, I can say that, that that's, that's that out of all my bosses, you're, you're probably in the top 10. Mm. <laughs> now that's saying something because I've had like 30, 40 jobs. Oh, is that right? I thought you only had two bosses. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. No, I've had, I've had one, two, three, three bosses, four boss, four bosses in high school. I worked at pizza shop. I worked at pizza hut. Okay. I worked at, um, but I'd never, <clears throat> I never had the fun that I had whenever I was hanging Christmas lights with you. Right. Right. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. Cause that's what it's all about. Right. Well, so yeah, I, 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 I don't know where I'm going with this other than. I just said Christmas lights and the mm-hmm. people listening are like, we, well, you did cabinet work. How did you get into Christmas lights? And so I guess the question is, how did you get into Christmas lights? So, okay. So, um, residentially over the years, um, let me go back. Um, as I grew up, my parents were entrepreneurs. They always had their own business going on. Um, when I was in school in, in high school or grade school, my parents had a pawn shop. And so um, he did that for a while. And then also um, when I got into high school, he did um, a construction on these telephone lines where they would bury the telephone lines. So my dad was always an entrepreneur. He's always trying to find a way to make the make make money and different ways, different ways of making money. And so um, I just learned that from him, not knowing that I was learning it from him. Just doing like everything. So you weren't just doing cabinets. I was not just doing cabinets. I was like, um, like in the summertime, I would go, I would climb telephone poles in the summertime um, with construction. Um, When he, when he had, when he had a contract with. I think we got a reverb. Okay. So when, huh? I'm hearing, I'm listening. Okay. So when we was in, um, when he did the, the telephone line, for example, um, we would take off in the summertime and go and do a contract. Just say it was in Texas. And we do like a three-month contract and stuff like that. So he's always he was always finding a way to make a, a, a dollar. And So you worked for your dad while worked, you were working? Yeah, I was. So, yeah. Making so when, I was, when I was 15, 16 years old, I didn't go get a job. I worked for him. Okay. He didn't pay me by the hour. He just, like, I worked all summer for a car. So he, I got a car from him. Oh, okay. So anyway, so I learned. I, learned. I didn't. I got. Go ahead. Okay. So um, that's how I learned to just be looking and, and figuring out. So how I got in the cap or in the. Uh, in the uh, you basically paid your way, though. I paid my way. Yeah, I paid my way. So when I got in the, in the lighting business, um, I had a friend that did some lighting and um he had he he was another one that um he needed to make extra, make extra money and stuff like that so he figured out a way to do that and he and he mentioned to me one day he said hey i did this house and people loved it and i got more business more business more you know and so on and so forth so i thought man you know so not better way to to teach my son which was he was probably 12 at the time that Hey, him and I can work together in the in the in the summer in the winter time, and we can have fun doing it. Yeah. 
So um, I started it uh, about 15 years ago. And I remember the night we started, we started on, on Thanksgiving night. And we put out some signs in our, in our neighborhoods and the phone rang off the wall. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. And so my son's name is Jake. And so Jake and I. And it's the name of my boss. In the, Sam's in the boss, summer. right. I do lawn care and he's yeah, my boss. In right. <laughs> and so we started out and from 15 years to the day, now we're starting in September. So because we got so many customers, but like I say, the, the core value of that is you always treat people the way you want to be treated and you treat them fairly. You give them a good product for the good price and they'll spread the word for you. Yeah. So 15 years later, here we are setting and we're getting ready to start here next week. And um, hopefully we'll have a good year. This year has been a rough year for everybody for the COVID-19 so hopefully we'll put some smiles on people's faces and um, I expect we will and I uh, think we'll have a good time. Do you have a bunch of customers that like know you by heart? Like they would, do you, you, do you, do you, do you, I haven't seen you hug anybody. So no, 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 no. <laughs> so um, no, I've got great customers and I, we've got great friends that they will trust us to do their house. If they're in, you know, if they're anywhere else, they will, totally give us they would give us the key to their house that they if i ask them for yeah um, th- so that's a relationship you want to build um i go back to that you, well, wanna, you can poop in their house yeah exactly but we don't do that well right B- right b team does <laughs> <laughs> so but anyway i got a full-time job to keep these kids straight that's who i gotta deal with well you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about okay <laughs> It's okay. Mm-hmm. I I think that I don't think that uh, um, I'll 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 fee. I'm I'm trying to say this in Pig Latin. How do you say Pig Latin? So anyway, let me let me brag about you for oh, a little fiaco? bit. Let me let me let me brag about Sam for a while <laughs> no. while we're talking. No. So so Sam's been working with us for what two three years, <coughs> four years, three years, three years, two two years of Christmas lights, and then two years <coughs> now of lawn care. Yeah. Okay. So two years hanging Christmas like two years of your lawn care. Yeah. So, um, Sam. And I met you for kind of first before you, your son because I didn't work for your son until after I worked for you. Oh, is that right? Yeah. But you came with Creighton, right? Yeah. Well, Creighton, I had to pull his freaking leg to like get your contact information. Right. And then finally he called Jake. And then Jake, I heard him on the phone. He was like, well, show up at this time at this place at, you know, on this date and uh, be ready to work. Yeah, Wear yeah. jeans. Yeah. And, you know, Air Maxes. That sounds like him. <laughs> I yeah. don't think he said the Air Maxes part, but yeah. But anyway, um, so breaking on Sam a little bit here, he, um, it's, it's kind of, it's hard to find uh, young men uh, that has good work ethic that will produce daily what Sam has done for the last two years for us. He, um, he shows up, uh, he works hard. Um, he's very cautious of what he does, how he does it. Um, he presents himself very, very well. Most and, of the time. Well, there's some, <laughs> you got some slack time there. So, but anyway, 
No, he is. Um, he's a he's a he's a hardworking guy, and I appreciate that so much. And um, anyway, why do, why don't you think there are aren't more hardworking you know, men? Sam, it's hard. I don't know, Sam. It's, I don't know. It's hard to figure that out. I I don't know why. Um, I wasn't brought up that way. Uh, I didn't raise my kids that way. Um, but that it's a it's a fact today that when you know that you only got like 45 to 60 days to do this stuff and we tell them up front that uh, it's going to be that many days, that long hours and, and seven days a week and they'll tell me up front, I'm in, I'll do it. I can make it happen. Don't worry about it. I'll be there. Yeah. 90% of them, they don't do that. Yeah. So I don't understand I've never, I've n- I don't understand that because I can't, my mind don't go that route. I don't know. I have no idea. Because <clears throat> I met, <clears throat> I've talked to a lot of guys and I've, I, the, the thing that I, thank you, by the way, You're welcome. for complimenting me. You're welcome. I don't do well with those, but. That's fine. You're good. <laughs> um, but I've talked to a lot of guys and I've been telling them about it and, and I tell them up front that, you know, I don't bullshit them. I just tell them straight up, like it's going to be cold. It's going to be long hours. It's going to be windy. It's going to rainy. be rainy. Oh, the wind is the worst. Yeah. Right. Like <clears throat> I could do the cold, but then you like sprinkle on that wind, yeah. especially when you're up on that roof, right. three stories high up there. Right. And you're feeling it get through every crack and crevice of your jacket, right. even though you have like four layers on. Right. Yeah. That's when it gets really bad. Right. Um, yeah. But but I've seen, I've seen, I, th- the, the crazy thing is, is that I've had one of the, the best experiences in my life working for both you and Jake. And yet I have seen more 20 something year olds that show up and don't stay past a week. Don't stay past two weeks. Right. Like wha- what? Look, so you tell me the answer. Why, do, why they do that? So I'm reading this book. It's called The Coddling of American Minds. The Coddling of the American Mind. Mm -hmm. And they broke it apart quite a bit because they coined this term called safetyism. This idea of like protecting your child. So like whenever you grew up as a kid, you run around your neighborhood. Right. You rode your bike as far as you could away, but then knew how to get back. Sure. Right. Right. You and I both. Well, to a degree. (laughs) I mean, I knew my barriers. I knew that I couldn't go farther than this because I didn't know how to get back. Sure. But I would ride a mile away from my home Mm -hmm. and I would be able to come back. Mm -hmm. Now, today, after um, uh, with this, you know, the milk carton, the missing child on there. Yeah. And then the Amber Alerts and the, you know, just it's constantly um, reminding people that there is that it's not perfect and so what's happening is that people are trying to protect their children right by um keeping them inside the home and if they do go outside the home they got to be out there watching them and so what that happens is like it it, that it takes away the opportunity for kids to actually um risk Mm -hmm. to, to 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 risk you know 
but tell me, but, but just tell me though, why do they, why do they, why do, um, just say the 20 year olds in 20 your, year, 20 year, in your, you know, your age so, group. Yeah. So I'm 28. So I was on the cusp of, uh, social media. Once I graduated high school, that's whenever I started to see, <clears throat> that's whenever people actually started to realize that they could get Facebook on their phone. And it wasn't just internet because I don't think internet changed our culture. I think that social media changed our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows some statistics and some diagrams about about why that is, is that it's not the internet versus, because basically in, in like 2013 is whenever they started really pushing safety programs in colleges. Mm-hmm. And like they wanted college to be a place of safety, which like to degree, yeah, you want it to be a safe place. But when you can't, when, when freedom of speech is is no longer existent on college campuses. I mean, that's where you that's where you learn about how your stupid ideas are stupid. Like you can't, you don't know your ideas are stupid until you actually say them out loud. And then people are like, either good friends are like, that's a stupid idea, or bad friends are like, that's yeah. that's, a, that's a great idea. Let's go do that. Let's go throw rocks off of a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I saw an article on that. Yeah kids going and throwing off rocks well but i think social media is like a lot a lot of what changed this changed. world mm-hmm. not world we kind of live in a vacuum being in america mm-hmm. but primarily in america that's right. what changed america i just didn't um you know when um when my son jake was about 12 i put him on a uh, we had a friend that had a yard that needed to be mowed and so uh i think we had a riding lawnmower or i bought one or something and uh, we went down the street. Jake rode the lawnmower down to the place, and he he mowed the yard, and he missed some spots, and so with the weed eater and stuff like that. So uh, instead of leaving there undone, we went back, and we fixed it, and and but during that time, um, I had other parents telling me, "Hey, you're you're making him work too early. Let him be a, let him be a child. You know, let him play and stuff like that." And yeah, there is a time and place for playing and working, and we did both. But when we we played hard, and we work hard. Yeah. And we didn't have our kids um, just sitting around, and they had things to do, and, and we and we made we made them do it. And I just don't know today. It's like again, I go back. It 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 makes me. I don't understand. Um why we are the way we are today as a, as a, as a, you know, um, a as a society. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't understand that. Well, well so. I think that that's, I think that the work, I think that the, you know, Hey, aren't you working, making them work at a too young of age? I think that in that instance, that in my, in that position, I'd look at them and say, I'm not making them work. I'm, I'm giving them more responsibilities. Yeah. Right. And that's what they need. I'm giving you, I'm giving my son more responsibilities. And I think that that's what's changing a lot is that, that, that less and less responsibility is well, subscribed to. And you go back to, and you, go back to, to you go back to sports too. Yeah. So it's a structured thing, right? Yeah. It's commitment. Yep. That's what we do today. We, we work, we're, it's commitment. So you're on these traveling baseball teams and my daughter was on a, a dance, uh, dance competition, you know, highly competitive. 
it's commitment. You you go show up with, to practice you show on time. On time, you do your thing on time. You, you practice to, on your own time. Right, right. So it's commitment. It's just not just hanging out at the house and watching TV. It's you got to go. It's structure. You yeah, get, it's structure. Well, now we have. Um, but now I'm, we hearing, got the, I'm hearing more and more about these 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 game. These kids are a part of these leagues that don't keep score. Well, yeah, right. I, and it's like, well, what what's the how does that teach them about the purpose? I don't know. I mean, like, how do you teach a kid about purpose? But but like, and I mean, really, is it much of a purpose to score? Well, you know, anyway. you're, you're trying to you're trying to win, right? Mm-hmm. It, but the thing is, is that when you when you um, I think it's whenever you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? When you hurt, when you take away the losers, you also take away the winners. When, when you, when you numb the pain, you also numb the joy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you, if you see like the correlation between those right, things is right. like when you, when, you know, when they're, when, when everybody celebrates, you know, like, why is it that 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 we want to move Ta- towards a well, society a tr- that where everybody is a winner? Right, right. When in reality, some people, the people who don't do anything, who don't want to do anything, then tough luck. Right, I know. So, have you read the Darwinism book, the book on Darwin, <laughs> no. Survival of the Fittest? No. Have you heard of Louis C.K.? No. Okay, he's a comedian. He brings up this. Uh, peanuts the peanut allergies oh yeah yeah, yeah. Your, your son actually got pissed off at me oh. got ticked off at me whenever i brought this up is that with kids that have allergies is peanut that allergies, yeah. peanut allergies yeah. is that and he and he and i'm gonna butcher this like none other but he says you know a crowd full of it was in a stadium 10,000 20 whatever it was uh this one joke he has where he's like you know the kids with the peanut but maybe but but maybe we should just not worry about you know like mm-hmm. maybe they need to of course I'm butchering the heck out of it but the the crux of it is, is that that it's such a horrendous terrible thing to think that well there's some kids that just don't make the cut right <laughs> right exactly and he does it in such a more poetic way Jake does no oh so Louis C K oh, okay, gotcha, yeah the gotcha, comedian gotcha, the comedian gotcha. uh, but for me it's 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 always been like a um, and then in this book that I'm reading too is that they point out how uh, a parent questioned it. Is that they said that not only no peanuts in the school, but also nothing that is um, no no bars that are made by the same uh, company that makes like they had like a a, a company that that, that corporate uh, not a facility, but why can't I think? They made like bars like fruit bars peanut bars or whatever yeah. and you couldn't bring the fruit bars in there right either because they were made in the same facilities yeah okay as the as the peanut bars gotcha and so the oh, teacher gotcha. the teacher spoke up and said um hey is there is there any is there any parents here with kids that have peanut allergies and like the teacher or the uh you know whoever it was the authority was there was like don't don't do that don't do that we don't want to put anybody on the spot and like Okay, well, if there's no child with peanut allergies, then why is this being put on this whole entire, you know, mm-hmm. elementary school or who, what, whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's the, and it's that safetyism is that, is that, 
I don't know. I may be stepping out of line here, and I, I often say things that well, would right. get me canceled off the internet. That's okay. And a snap. So let's talk about something different. Okay. Um, let's talk Racism. About, what's that? No, <laughs> okay. let's not do that. So um, uh, 2020 has been a crazy year. Yeah. Real yeah. crazy year. Not for you, though, because you're doing... Ca- well, do you have to wear a mask in like this place? Like, uh, what's that? Do you, when you when you run your business, I mean, when you do the cabinets, do you wear a mask? Uh, no, no, I don't do that. I just no. make sure they stay away from me and stuff like that. But I've had customers that um, has got the COVID, and, um, but there are people that already had the precondition, you know, bad mm-hmm. bad stuff. And um, anyway, it knocked him pretty good. So I think you're a little bit too close to the microphone. Okay. So and um, anyway, but 2020 has been a crazy year. Yeah. I never never dreamed that we would be going this way before. Well, here's the the perks is that that you didn't have to like you your job didn't did you lose business or did you no, gain no, business? No, I um no no. Have I, you heard, I probably gained more than I lost. Yes. Have you heard stories of people losing their jobs and like talked to a friend of mine last night. He called for a problem that he had in his house and he called me and see if I knew anybody that would that I would recommend to, to go look at it. This guy worked for um, a TV station here in town and um, he just said that they um, he had they had a hard time getting through it. Um, put him on furlough. Mm hmm. Like he worked for a couple thirty two hours a week or something like that, so now they're back on. He just got back on forty hours a week, but he was stressed out or not stressed out, but he was he was only getting thirty two hours a weekend. Purgatory. Yeah, I mean, really, they should just not even call it furlough. They should just call yeah. it purgatory. Yeah. So, and that sucks. I, it does suck, you know. Solid people, and um, well, as we were saying, is that like to not have anything to like to be you want you you got to have that responsibility yeah mm-hmm. you, you can't just not you know so work yeah and then i guess i went go, back on the go on this election thing that's all you're hearing about back and forth on the election and it's like oh my goodness it's crazy <clears throat> but anyway let's don't do that let's don't get on that because we'll be sidetracked so um you oh this is great what? okay so who is your god my god yeah your god who is your god my god is jesus christ okay yeah i have to ask that in every single one of these oh do you i don't have to i mean it's it's kind of been a running thing yeah. at the beginning i used to ask people how did you meet jesus but then like the second or third podcast i talked to like one of my good friends who's an atheist oh boy and it kind of got weird and i was like so how did you meet jesus and he was like uh, I don't believe in Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Well, he didn't actually say that. He said that he, he believes that Jesus was real. He said that there's documentation of Jesus being a real, like Josephus was a somebody who had written outside. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but anyway, <clears throat> um, have you been praying with your wife? Do I pray with my wife? Well, you told me that last time. Yeah. Last time we so, talked Jesus. You wrote, we haven't, uh, Sam, honestly, we haven't done it for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um but again, we go. I go back to our, and I'm not a. I don't go to church every Sunday or none of that. But again, I go. I go back to. I know Jesus is in, is in our hearts, my wife and I's hearts, and yeah. our kids' hearts, 
so I know our core values is solid as, and I know that we've all asked, um, Jesus to be our savior. Yeah. And I know, um, we do fall short of, we, I know we sin every day. I know, I know all that, but the core value that we have, I, I know we're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you, what, did you grow up Catholic? No. Um, so when I was a young kid, um, it was a Pentecostal church I went to. Okay. So grew up in Pentecostal, um, Dean and I, when we got married, um, oh. we actually lived in Amarillo, Texas. You got to You got to tell, you got to tell the people about your wife because you've loved only one woman. I have. Um, yes. So, which is impressive. It is impressive. Um, <laughs> or admirable. D- Dina was, Dina and I were high school sweethearts. We started out, we was in uh, 10th grade together. Um, her and I dated before I even had a car, had a driver's license for a car. Picked her up on your bike. Picked her up on my bicycle. No, whatever. <laughs> no. But uh, no. So she is my first and only love, true love. Um, we've been together now for 35 years, I think, Sam. And so, um, we did, we have done life together. Uh, we have struggled through times, you know, with, with the finances and all that stuff, but we stuck together. We made it through, um, at this point in our life, you know, we got the kids all raised. They're doing great. Um, we got great grandkids. They're doing awesome. They keep us happy and young. How did you know? Did you? How do I know that? Watch Dina about Dina. Yeah. So because you were young, right? You? I was young. I was twenty. Dina, I was twenty, and that's when we got married. Um, Sam, I we didn't know. <laughs> Today we didn't know. I mean, we got married um, in Dina's mom and dad's backyard. The weddings today they cost thousands of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Dina and I's wedding cost us two hundred dollars. I got married in that Navy outfit. She got married in a J.C. Penney dress. You were in the Navy. Is in the Navy. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say that'd be weird Na- if you weren't in the Navy. Na- yeah, and right. You were wearing it. Exactly. I was in the reserves. Okay. So, um, weekend warrior. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what they are. Really? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, but the the one person that is in the reserves just unsubscribed, but it's okay. Oh. So, um. <laughs> Uh, oh, he what? he just joined. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, is he in reserves or something? Or yeah. has been? All right. Well, gotcha. he's in the progress of, yeah. This is, this is why we need a mic for J- Jacob. <laughs> so anyway. Um, but you, it was just like so, a, just like a. So we didn't know. I mean, we was didn't it like know. a, okay. we was young. So we like, young. tell me, was it like. Hey, you're really attractive. She's a very attractive woman to and me. And you're really attractive. Yeah. And then you're just like, okay, yeah. let's get married. We didn't know what we didn't know what each other was. She knew my parents was totally opposite what her parents w- were. Her, you know, my I told you my so parents. So they're Mormon? No, no, no. <laughs> my parents were entrepreneurs. They thought they out of the box. Sure. Her parents in the box all the way through. Yeah. You know. Could so they was, did they did they they act did. conservatively, but thought liberal. Because you, you, your parents, you're, you're, you came, you're more of like a, you think liberally, but I'm, you act conservatively. I'm more conservative, yeah. Yeah. And I think capitalism. Uh, and with your action. 
I'm more about capitalism than anything. Well, no, no, I mean, but but I mean, like what, like for me, whenever I, I'm very like liberal minded, as like I I like to create, I like to I like to I like art, I love art, mm-hmm. uh, music, mm-hmm. um, drawing, you know, and and but whenever it comes down to it, is that like my schedule is is I like it to be very structured. Yeah. Um, or not really structured, but like it's. I think I'm, I think we're, I think when my, my parents, I think, um, I think my, cause my, I'm trying to, I'm trying up. to, I'm trying to find out. Cause like you you said, your wife came from a very uh-huh. like liberal minded mindset mm-hmm. or no, you, your parents were, your parents were more liberal minded right. because they were entrepreneurs. Right. They just, they thought, you know, Hey, let's, let's, let's make go for happen. it. Let's, yeah. let's, risky. Let's, yeah. Right. Which right. is more. Exactly. Of a liberal, exactly. If if it doesn't work, then okay, we'll put it. Aside. We'll try something else. Yeah, we'll make it work somewhere else. Somehow. Whereas your wife was more of came from a more stricture, you know, not six to uh, what, Monday through Friday, yeah. eight to five. Yeah, go let's go get something and let's have a steady income. What did her parents do? So when I met her parents, um, they were both disabled at the time I met them. They had accidents in their in their jobs and had back problems and stuff like that. But her parents, uh, after a while, they got able where they can go work again. And actually, he worked at Tyson Foods down in uh, a little town in South Missouri. Okay. He was a purchasing agent for them. And um, he stuck with them for 15, for 16 years until he retired. My my wife's mother, she worked in a nursing home and, you know, in that, in that arena. Sure. Um, so, again, they... They work from Monday through Friday, straight time, 40 hours, come home. They knew exactly what they had coming in and exactly how much it going out. Yeah. So she came, Dina came from that side, and I came from the side. I don't know how much I got going in. <laughs> I don't know how much I got going out. I'm just going to something, make something happen here, you know? Yeah. And so uh, so when we got married, when we got married, we kind of lived that way. We kind of lived. Dina had the full-time job. Yeah. Dina went to college. I didn't go to college, okay? Okay. Dina went to, into college, and so we got her through college, and um, she had the the job that that paid all the bills, paid all the insurance, and so I was just, I was a free reign. I can, I can use my talents. Remember, I told you I started in the cabinet business, so back when I was in school, high school, and so I, she allowed me to do what I wanted to do, with her income, yeah. so I, I, that's what I did. So you, so you didn't I built waste for, that time. I didn't no. waste that time. So I, okay, so now I'm going to go, I thought to myself, um, let's, let's make it happen. Let's do something, make it happen. So um, she worked in a company from Kansas City, and uh, they moved us to Amarillo, Texas. And when they moved us, I thought, okay, now's the time for me to do what I want to do or try to do what, because if I failed, I still had, we had her income to come off, to stand on. Sure. If I succeeded, great. So what we end up doing is um, I built furniture. And so I built. You were a carpenter. I was I was a craftsman at the time. <laughs> so I built furniture. Different? Yeah. Okay. So, um, and then I built it and I sold it on weekends. At the flea at markets, the, at the flea what? markets. So I went down to the flea markets and sold furniture. <laughs> so I made them that week, sold them that weekend. Yeah. And I just started that and started that. And Sam, um, we had a neighbor that mowed, that mowed yards or did mow yards. 
down in down in Amarillo. We don't tell me you started a lawn care business. No, no, no. Okay. He hooked me up with a builder. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he hooked me up with a builder, and um, so I thought, okay, I'm 22 years old. Uh huh. I got my. I, I remember I told you I bought tools as I went, so I got a little bit of tools, and I had this. Those aren't cheap. Went cheap. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna do this. So the guy, I could do that. So the guy introduced me to the builder. The builder said, "Well, okay, let's let me bid you. I'll, I'll let you bid a house for me." I said, "Okay." So um, for for cabinets. For cabinets. Yeah. First job ever. <laughs> okay, I was I was like shaking, Sam. I was like, I can do this, but I'm not sure I can do this type yeah. of thing. So I went over there, and it was a Liberty house, and just a straight. One on one wall and straight on the other wall, nothing that turned or none of that stuff. So I call them the galley kitchen. And this was like in the eighties. This is the um, early late late eighties. Late eighties. So 80s. it wasn't like all that modern crazy. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. So um, I bid this guy this job for nine hundred dollars. Yeah. And I thought, man, nine hundred dollars. You know, that's a lot of money. You know. <laughs> And so he said, yeah, you got the job. So, man, I went to work, and I worked, and I worked, and I worked. And I was so nervous about that job. I went over there after hours, after all the other trade people went home, <laughs> to remeasure, make sure everything was going to fit when I got it all done right. Yeah. I went 10 times probably. Sure. But it's a learning. I mean, that was That's my college right there, okay? Yeah. And so I got it done. He paid me. He was happy. He says, hey, I got another job for you. I said, oh, really? He says, this is down the lake. Oh man, down the lake. It's a big job. So I went down there. I majored that one. I bid that one for four thousand dollars. I'm thinking, God, I'm I'm in heaven, man. Four thousand dollars for a set of cabinets, you know. I worked probably for six weeks, nonstop, seven days a week, stressed out. Just I made I think I averaged like a twenty five cents an hour. Oof. So that's my second I I, I that's my second. And that degree. was when minimum wage was like a dollar. That's right. So I, I was down. I was down a little bit. Then it, you know. So, but that's my second, that's my, you know, that's my college right there. It's my college tuition right there. Sure. So I learned. So I thought, I told myself right then and there, okay, I had Dina to fall back on because of the steady income from her, from that side. So I thought, okay, this is, this is enough of this. I, I'm, I'm done going to college now. Now I need to start paying Jean a little bit. Yeah. So then I got, I started going pretty good and, um, I stayed with that builder for a long time until, um, until we moved, Dina, Dina's job wanted us to move to Nebraska, and so we had we had my our son down there, Jake, um, in Amarillo, and so we now we got a son. We're moving to, to Nebraska. I had it. I had, I had job lined up in Texas for another six months if I wanted them with with houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was on a roll. I was doing good. I was gaining confidence. As each day I went, you know, just and so you were twenty nine. I was no, I was probably twenty three, twenty four. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Wait a minute, Jake. I was twenty six, probably. Okay. So now I'm twenty six years old. Now we're humming pretty good. Uh-huh. Now we're moving to Nebraska. Why? Because of her job. Because of her job. Okay. Because it's a, it's a sideways slash a little bit of promotion type job. Sure. And she's been working for that same job. She yeah. did. She worked for them for like ten years, I think, Sam. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Got to Nebraska, got the baby Jake there. I got my all my stuff on my little trailer, bought a house up there. 
Um, did you do the cabinets there? I did do the cabinets in the house, but I sat there for about a week up there, and this is in October, July, maybe July, August maybe. Got up there, got settled in. Within a week, I had a place to go to work. I found a place where it's a big company up there, and they did. They worked on um, like um, the Morton buildings, you know, the still Morton buildings. They had a company for that, and then they had a division for home building. Mm -hmm. And so I got in the division of home building. So when I worked there, I I didn't tell them I did the cabinets or anything. I just started working. I said, hey, I need to get a job. I trust, I mean, just give me a chance. So they gave me a chance. So the guy I worked with, he was a foreman, and he put me on some houses with him and of course, you weren't doing cabinets. I wasn't at the, at, not the time. Yeah, but at, eventually, I told him, "Hey, you doing floors or?" Like I did. We did. Floor we did siding on side. houses. Okay. Siding. We did siding, some trim, and all that stuff. And of course, he gave me the measurements, and we cut them, or I gave him the measurement. He cut them in there. All worked fine and everything. So, sure. um, so anyway, I told him, "Hey, I, I do cabinets, man. I got I got all my tools in my in my trailer." He said, "Well, let me talk to the guy that owns the building. Maybe we set you a cabinet shop out the building." So I so. They set me up a shop out there in that building, free of charge. I did all their houses for them, Ugh. so I just I didn't bid the job. I just worked by the hour for them. So okay, yeah, that's how I set that up. But I didn't have a building payment, none of that stuff, and I had guaranteed. So again, you have insurance through them too. I had no, no. I was they treat me like a two ninety nine. Okay, so um, which is fine, and so I that's how I did it, and um. Again, I mean, you my, weren't making 25 cents an hour. At no, point. no, I know I was making good money. Sure. And because I went to school already. Right. <laughs> I told you that. But anyway, um, that's how I got to doing that. And but each year I built my confidence. Yeah. I always had a new challenge. Something come up that I didn't do before. Well, and you moved too. And then after and that's hard and yeah, exactly. It's starting up all over again. Cause you don't know anybody. In you didn't know, I didn't know nobody. We didn't know anybody. What, no what, family members, no nothing up there. It's just, yeah. it's just Dean no. and I and, and Jake. And so, um, and in Nebraska, which is, um, it's always from, long way from home. Can I get some of that. So, um, So we started, okay, so we got going up there. Um, and then you got to Kansas City, unless something crazy happened in, yeah, in Nebraska. So, Did yeah, you so. have Brianna in Nebraska? We had, we had Brianna in Nebraska, so she was born up there, and um, phone call rang, the phone call. Is that weird to have a daughter? No. Like, no. what was the difference? Because you had you They're had just different. They're just different. They're just different, you know, different um, needs. Yeah. Different, No. No, they're both they're both well, fun. I know that there's some people who have just sons and then they don't have a daughter. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like <clears throat> Jake, <clears throat> he's got two sons. Mm-hmm. He needs to have a daughter, right? I think he needs needs he a needs daughter. To, he needs to have a daughter. Yeah, he needs to go for a circle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. I just wanted to put him on the spot at least once yeah, during this. Exactly. Exactly. That way, so. in like you know, forty years, whenever his daughter's listening to this, then she'll be like, "Oh, yeah, Grandpa." It was Sam's right. idea. Like, yeah, yeah, right. So no, Jake needs a daughter. So uh, you had your daughter up in Nebraska, and then you came to Kansas City. Yeah, right. Because of Dina's job. 
so a year later, it was up there. The phone call came. Hey, you want to move to Kansas City? We're on board. We didn't like Nebraska at all. Sure. Yeah, we're coming. Was it a small town up in Nebraska? It was a little town called Kearney, Nebraska, if you've <laughs> heard of it. It's yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. Smaller than Kearney today? It's about. In Missouri? Kearney, it's probably Missouri. about. No, it's bigger than that. It's 35, 40,000 people. Okay. But it was just out there. We didn't know anybody. We was out there by ourselves. There's a lot of family out there. and You did? No, 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 no. I'm oh. just saying there's probably a lot of family out there, and it was just like kind of like Clickish. you were the outside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we got to Kansas City. Um, I've been doing cabinets ever since, Sam. Yeah. Tina. Yeah. Tina, we got to a point where, um, so we got to a point with our kids that Dina was tired of the company she's working for. Our neighbor next door came over and she says, hey, um, I want you to introduce you to Mary Kay. Dina says, I don't want no makeup. I don't like makeup and all this. So Did she this, not wear makeup? Uh-uh. So Are very little, you know, not, you know, you think of Mary Kay, you think foo-foo stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, so anyway, this girl came over and gave Dina a facial, what they call a facial. And Dina says, well, give me the book of Mary Kay. So she read the book of Mary Kay and... So she finally, she says, I'll do it. Yeah. And I said, what are you doing? She says, I'm going to sell Mary Kay. I said, sell makeup? She said, yeah. <laughs> she says, I'm going to give, I'm going to go six months to this job I'm in. And then I'm going to quit this job. Oh I'm my God. Yeah. So How old is she at this point? She's, uh, we're probably, Brown was. You guys 20, are the same age? Yeah, 28, okay. 30, 28 or 29. Okay. So now, so, so let me just go back. So remember I told you her parents are, Monday through Friday. Yes. Nine to five. You rubbed off on her. We've done enough. So now now she's starting to turn the corner, right? And we didn't know, we didn't know all this is going on. Yeah. But she, okay. So now she's thinking out of the box a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, six months later, Sam, she earned a Mary Kay car. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She earned a Mary Kay car. Sam, our kids were small or young. And so she did it because of the kids. Sure. She had a reason. Don't they have like a legacy program or something? She, well. Oh, it's not Amway. No. Okay. She <laughs> had a, she had a purpose. So her purpose was. I sold Amway, by the way. Did you? For a year. It sucked. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ooh, the chocolate bars, the fudge chocolate bars, mm-hmm. fudge caramel chocolate bars. Oof. Those are really good. And you good. can only buy them from them. All right. But anyway, Mary Kay. Uh, yeah. Mary Kay. <laughs> anyway, so she had a purpose and the, and the, the kids were her purpose. Yeah. And so. She sold Mary Kay for 10 years. Out of the 10 years, we drove three three or four pink Cadillacs. <laughs> I think I remember. I don't know how I or think, why I remember that. I think Jake <clears throat> uh, I think Jake got his driver's license in the pink Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what that was. Maybe you got to ask him about it. Because I, I joke with Jake often about him, you know, in high school and mm-hmm. we didn't know each other but in passing right but i do think i remember him driving a pink cadillac to, that's, that's to his work mom. or to school yeah. at some point yeah so that was his mom's it's weird that i remember that yeah unless it's just i'm comparing that with other memories of seeing a pink cadillac <clears throat> so anyway so but she, it's not every day you see an upperclassman like stepping out of a pink cadillac a big, it yeah. sticks in your head right Right. <laughs> exactly. You exactly. You remember that. Right. So next time they pick on you. Right. Then you can look at them and say, didn't you get out of a pink Cadillac this morning? Right. Exactly. Or a pink car. Right. Because you don't want to mention a Cadillac. Right. It, it just, it's kind of, it 
it's like a negative one plus one. Right, exactly. <laughs> but a pink car, on the other hand, that's a whole yeah, other right. story. So, anyway. so you drove one, too? For 10 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you get looks? All the time. But, you know, Sam, <laughs> again, step out of the box. <laughs> yeah. I, what are you laughing for? <laughs> because you drove a pink car. Why? Why are you laughing? Oh, gosh. Because I don't That's know. That's most Because you know why I'm laughing is why? because I got made fun of for driving a yellow car. See, in there high you school. go. I got made fun of for driving a yellow car. So there you go. A whole lot in high school. So there's. So this why, is. Why do people do that? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't because know. Because my parents bought that car for me. <laughs> but why does people make fun of that? Or, uh, yellow or car? In, any car. Pink car, yellow car, whatever. I don't know. You're a Dave Ramsey guy, aren't you? Point A to point no. B. Uh, if a car can go point A to point B, then it's, um, a, uh, it's yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. So That's also kind of the laughing portion too, is because you are one. Of, I know that you're one of those guys. As long as it goes point A to point B, but, but then mm-hmm. you're like, well, let's put some sprinkles on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, some color to it. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Did you get? Did you? Did, can you sell those cars? No, you drive them and they return. They you got to requalify for them and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Through the sales of the product and stuff like that. Do they replace the tires and stuff? They do all that, all maintenance and stuff like that. Ooh. So that's what I'm saying. People so you can buy it and just like right. just drive. You just drive. Did you do that? Just drive. No, 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 I'm talking about. Did you take one of those pink Cadillacs to the parking lot and just? It's about time I need new tires. And then no, just, no, no, they'll, <laughs> no. No, you know I don't know. Let me back up. I don't know if they took care of the car. But you only had the car for two years. Have you ever done that with a car? No, never. I will always treat my cars. You know how I drive, Sam. I'm an old man. I know how you drive when you have a trailer and you're at Quick Trip at there. three o'clock in the morning. There you go. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's one heck of a story. Yeah. Uh, Gene and I have worked <laughs> not just so. on roofs together, but we've also worked in the middle of the night. Snow. Snow plowing. Snow plowing. <laughs> For like seven hours. It's a feast or famine, right? Oh my gosh. It's not a nine to fiver. I'm thankful sure. that I got a Subaru for that. Yeah. Following you guys around. Yeah. Um, how long have you known Kevin? Uh, I don't know, man. Probably six or seven years, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Has he always been Kevin? He's always been Kevin. Kevin's, yeah, exactly. I kind of want to have Kevin on here. Get him over. Uh, plan to. Okay. Can we go now? Oh yeah, you can go to the restroom. Okay. Are you gonna come back? Um, I don't think so. What time is it? Uh, if it's time for you to go, it's not time for you to go. Yeah. Um, it's eight oh nine. Yeah. Let's let's shut, cut her short. Okay, that's fine. All right. It was a good talk. Hey, thanks for having me over, man. Thanks for coming over. Hey, you're welcome. Bing. All right. And then Jacob is supposed to. Are you awake?